Welcome, one and all, to the Halloween spooktacular that you agreed to. All nine of you who voted on the TGIA podcast Twitter poll, that is. Join us as we explore Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, an abridged version, so it won't take up too much of your listening time. Then, tag at TGIA podcast with your thoughts on Twitter. Let me know. Is Frankenstein gay? Is his friend Henry gayer? What about the monster? Does he only want what he wants because he does not know of the queer alternatives out in the world? Join us. Revel with us. In the first science fiction story told in history, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein, or the Modern Prometheus, by Mary Shelley. Abridged and adapted by T. Ernesto Bethencourt. Illustrated by James McConnell. Chapter 5. Just as I was about to leave for home, I received a letter from my father. Something terrible had happened. My youngest brother, William, was dead. He had been murdered. The letter explained that the family had been walking together near Lake Geneva. William had gotten lost. They found him in the woods. My father wrote that William had the print of the murderer's fingers on his neck. I went back to Switzerland right away. I had been so excited about this trip. Now this awful thing had happened. But the worst was yet to come. When I got to Geneva, it was quite late. The city gates were shut. I spent the night in a nearby town. In the morning, I rented a small boat. My father's house was across the lake. As I rode, I saw a storm over a nearby mountain. The lightning flashed. The thunder roared. Poor William, I thought. Is this your funeral song? I landed the boat and began to walk toward my father's house. Lightning flashed again. For a moment, I thought I saw the shape of a person near some trees. This was near the spot where William's body had been found. Could the killer have returned? Lightning flashed again, and my blood ran cold. There, in the flash of light, I saw it. The awful thing I had given life to. There could be no mistake about it. I saw that giant body and that horrible face. Then, in a second, he was gone. I tried to follow, but the monster was too fast. A minute later, the lightning flashed again. I saw the creature climbing the mountain. It was nearly straight up and down but he rose up the cliff like a fly. I knew right away what had happened. The monster had killed my baby brother. Only something that wasn't human could have hurt such a sweet child as William. And what could I do about it? Who could catch such a strong creature? He could throw grown men around like babies. And I couldn't tell the truth to the police in Geneva. They would call me a madman and lock me up. No one would believe that a creature I had made from lifeless parts had killed my youngest brother. When I got to my father's house, I found him almost mad with sorrow. My oldest brother, Ernest, was with him. Elizabeth had stayed in bed, crying. Somehow, she felt that she had caused William's death. She felt that if she hadn't let him wander off, William might still be alive. Ernest began telling me about the murder. I wasn't listening to what he was saying. I had seen the monster, and this was very much on my mind. Then I heard Ernest say, 
but since the murderer has been found, suddenly I was all ears. The murderer has been found, I asked. How can that be? Who could be strong enough to follow him? I saw him too last night. I don't know what you mean, Ernest said to me. Justine is the one being held. Justine was a young woman who had been adopted by our family many years before. I knew she loved William as much as we did. She had always been there to play with him and to take care of him. But that can't be, I said. Justine would never harm little William. None of us thought so either, Ernest replied. But the police found something. You remember the little picture of mother, the one father had made into a pin. Yes, I do, I answered. Well, William wore that pin. He begged father to let him wear it. Even though it was worth a lot of money, father let him keep it. And the pin was found in Justine's pocket. A mistake has been made, I said. Yes, a mistake had been made, but I was the only one who knew it. Elizabeth didn't know what I knew, but she didn't believe that Justine would kill William. Elizabeth and I tried to help Justine, but we couldn't. There was a trial. Poor Justine was found guilty. She was hanged a few days later. Can you know what went through my mind? I knew that the monster had killed William, but I couldn't tell anyone. No one would believe me. And all this trouble had come about because of me. I had created the monster. And because of my creation, both my brother William and dear Justine were dead. <laughs> Delightful. Would you like more Frankenstein? Now? Without having to wait for it? Go to patreon.com forward slash TGIA podcast and join with any monetary level you desire. There, these episodes will be released as they are edited, so you will not have to wait like the rest of the mere mortals. Questions? Comments? Just want to hang? Go to twitter.com and comment pegging at TGIA podcast. We are here to be spooky with you. Uh, <laughs> need a new gay found family podcast? We're queer led actual D&D plague. Nope. <laughs> We're a queer-led actual play D&T podcast of four best friends who are currently playing... Hold on. We're a bunch of queers playing D&D for a podcast. We're lifelong friends. We have space travel, magic technology, heist, horses, and a really gooey goblin. I'm stealing all of your stuff. I'm just going to say this entire ad. We have great bonus content with the first episode of each arc available for free <laughs> in the entirety of the first arc the bone rattlers uh, yeah each oh art <laughs> is set in a excuse me each art is set in an in-universe history podcast about each planet in the planetary system there's more than one we have a bunch of episodes available for binging and wonderful characters to fall in love with and hate <laughs> Including some jank horses. <laughs>
We have multiple arcs out that follow the story of Val, a trite. <laughs> Ten. Val the Triton, an interplanetary <laughs> criminal and MLG gamer. Uh, horse rider extraordinaire. Xerxes, a murderous demon that likes to wear dad hats. And sometimes uh, rides a night horse. horse. Patches, a part-time old lady, full-time ooey-gooey cyborg goblin, and her trusty rusty steed, Horus. And Adam, the small boy technomancer. And their journey as they grow and discover uh, the truth to their pasts. I was going to be mad because I didn't do a character voice, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Magic, Magic dagger. dagger. If, if the, the true treasure, treasure isn't friendship, friendship I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. If treasure true, friendship bad? <laughs> be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.